This is the On Draft Podcast, the fantasy draft for all things fictional and pop culture. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, uh, Empire Strikes Back? Our hosts will be drafting a fantasy lineup and letting the listeners decide the winner. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. And now, our hosts. All right, let's pick the draft order and let's get things going. do it. This week on the On Draft Podcast, we will be drafting a lineup of movie soundtracks. On the episode this week, we have, to my right, Derek. Hello. And to my left, we have Brandon. It only took us five tries, but we it's, got to this point. It's been a while. We went on a few uh, rants, but <laughs> we got the intro down this time. This is about, this is about the, what, 20 seconds into the recording, and this is about, what, six minutes of audio? Yes. That we've had to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll put them in the outros. Yeah. Uh, we're, I'm going to bring it over to De- uh, Brandon to uh, bring up our new uh, drafting situation. Okay, so we decided to nail down trivia that whoever wins the previous um, episode, in this case episodes, come to now, uh, they get to decide the trivia question and they automatically get the first pick. So since I won by a whopping, um, I think we didn't hit double digits on I votes. I think we got nine votes on both, so I think so, we got five on the... Yeah, so I have won both. Uh, I was surprised by the planets. I, I thought that was a toss-up, but I actually did. I think the Krabby Patties and Scooby Snacks really helped me win. Yeah, for the second one. For the second one. So my trivia question is, wait, I just want to say this right. For Derek and Bratcher, uh, who is the highest grossing worldwide movie composer of all time? That's easy. Okay, wait, wait. I want you guys here. We're going to um, write it down. Yeah, type, to it, type up. it up so you guys can both – because uh, I thought the way that that would be easier because in previous episodes, like, Bratcher yeah. would answer and then Derek was like, oh, I can't have the answer. Um, so you guys write it down or type it up. And, yeah, I think I know who it is. And then um, if you have the same answer, I have a tiebreaker. Okay. And it's a pretty simple tiebreaker. So whenever you guys get your answers um, – I don't know many, so I'm writing down the one that I think is right. I, it probably is. Um, okay, so – you have John Williams, you have John Williams. So, surprisingly, that's second place. Really? Yeah, the, the number one is, is Hans guy, Zimmer. Yeah, Hans Zimmer. Oh, he, oh, did, he, uh, okay. he is a uh, grossed. That actually uh, makes where'd sense. Where'd that go? Uh, he he only has though? he has five million. No, five billion. Jurassic Park? His, uh, Jones, so, yeah. John Williams averages more, but I think Hans, mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer has done 106 movies that, hmm. have, that they've had the actual numbers for, and John Williams has 79. Uh, John Williams' average is much higher than Hans Zimmer, but Hans Zimmer has grossed about five billion more than oh, John Williams. But oh, they're higher billion. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did I, the new I, Dune movie too. So mm-hmm. those that's two, those two are like way ahead of the rest. And then next is James Newton Howard and then Alan Silvestri, which I know Silvestri's yeah, done a lot. And then Michael G. Giacchino. That's probably Good wrong. Idea. And then Danny Elfman six. He's mm-hmm. the other mm-hmm. But we have tiebreaker um, then. Yeah, I'll do the tiebreaker with Williams, but uh, my tiebreaker was going to be, if one of you got Zimmer, what was Zimmer's highest grossing film, which was Lion King in 2019. He also did The Dark Knight Rises, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, The Dark Knight, 
the other Lion King with which I, it's confusing because Elton John did that too, so I don't know how mm-hmm. that works out. And then uh, like the he did all the parts. Here. He did ones? Batman vs Superman, The Da Vinci Code, and the Madagascar Three. Those are his top. Oh shit! Madagascar Three probably puts him at the top. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm gonna have it's right you, up there with the Da Vinci Code. What I'm gonna have you guys do is. Next, I'm going to have you, what do you think John Williams' highest grossing film is? And then if you guys continue to tie, then we'll just keep going to second, third. Eventually, it'll okay. break tie. Okay. So what, do you, what is John Williams' highest grossing movie? Go ahead and type up your answer. I got mine. All right. We ready? Yep. What do you got? Okay. Both of you are wrong, but he's closer. Do you want to go with him? Or do you want to do, you want to do this again? Let's yeah. closer to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go again. Okay. Oh, we can go again? No. no you he, have to be specific. He, oh, no, no, no. You he, have he, to be specific. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I would have been wrong anyway. Okay. Derek can get it. Okay. Derek put Return of the Jedi, but the answer is The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that actually makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Retro, Star Wars. Retro, but Harry Potter, um, I probably should have been more specific. But um, So that means I get the first pick. Derek gets second. You get third. Um, his, like, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Star Wars, E.T., mm-hmm. Harry Potter. And he also did Han, uh, Home Alone. Oh, oh man. I didn't know that. I didn't know he that. D- he's done some other films. I think he did there. Like Back to the Future too. <laughs> um, before we start drafting, um, we mentioned this on the first episode that I was watching the Pirates of the Caribbean, and now I've finished one, two, and three. Can we talk about Pirates? Of- can we? Can we? You actually went four, one, two, three. So. <laughs> well, that was like that was eighth grade. Wow. That was when that movie came out, I think, because I watched it in theaters. People remember. <laughs> <laughs> People don't forget. People don't forget. <laughs> um, but I actually really enjoy. You've seen oh, no. Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah, they're great. No, they're a lot better than what I expected them to be. Especially the first three. They started yeah. off with the arguably the worst one. I will so. say that those movies, because they um, everybody has their um, goals, I guess you could say, but and they're like trying to meet those goals, and they're all different. Yeah. So there's a lot of betrayal. So it's kind of hard to follow at some point. Like the third movie was hard to follow at sometimes. There's a lot of betrayal in the third movie. Um, yeah, I like the like the voting when they all vote for themselves to be the pirate king. I knew he, I, when they did that, I was like, he's gonna vote for, yeah, for Elizabeth Swan. Yeah. Uh, but some, I feel like visually, especially for how old the like old the CGI out, in that movie, Daisy Jones is the best CGI. The, oh, some yeah, of the best I've even ever like seen. The, it came out in what 2007. Over, or something? Yeah, it's over 10 years. Like old. the yeah, it still looks the fantastic. scene when the Kraken is taking down. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, I can't think of the ship. Black, Black Pearl. Black Pearl. That like I was looking at that, I was like, visually, this is incredible. And like I told you, and you came over, I was finished the movie. I think that Davy Jones, his delivery. What did you say his name is, Derek? It's uh, Bill Nighy. His delivery is some of the best I've ever seen in like a movie. He plays a whole bunch of scary monsters. He's, uh, he's Sean's been... dad in Shaun of the Dead. It's oh. up there he's with... He's also... Uh, um, I think he's Marcus in the Underworld series. Yeah. He's like I one would, of the big vampires. I would put it up there with Josh Brolin's like, delivery of Thanos. Like, I think Thanos in the like Avengers movies, I think his delivery is some of the best. Like I just, yeah. like, I like listening to him talk, and I felt the same. Like When David Jones would talk, I'd be like, I want more. They have a like, good cadence. I like Just like, yeah. the way their voice like rolls off and like the lines are well, saying. I don't know if it was like... Within those two situations, if it was more like the director, like driving them to get to that point, or if it was like, hey, I'm going to do this. He's got an awesome voice. Afraid to get wet. <laughs> what is it? Is it Irish? What the hell is well, it's it? Supposed it's, like be, a, it's, it's supposed to be Scottish, Scottish or something. Or it's something? supposed to be Dutch. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure he's – because I, I looked up. I was like, is Davy Jones like based off of something real? Because it's in like other – it's in SpongeBob. It's like a pirate's tale. So I wanted to read about it, but instead I just read the Pirates of the Caribbean story, and I'm pretty sure he's Dutch. Okay. That would make sense with the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah. Um, They're a great movies. That's my Michael Bolton rant. <laughs> and the music's great. Well, side note, great. Derek's horse's name on Red Dead Redemption 2 is The Flying Dutchman. Because it <laughs> could not fit The Flying Dutchman. Oh, also with the delivery and like cadence, I thought that uh, Bootstrap... Oh, Bootstrap Bill? His, his yeah. voice sound. I like... This is going to take it real back. His voice sounds like the clone... That does the narrating in Star Wars Battlefront 2, the old game. No, he sounds like a 99. Where he does like the 501st. Uh, oh, yeah. He does got a sound he's like in, that. that guy's in Thor. He's in the Dark World. My know? favorite he's is... He's the guy who uh, like gets corrupted by the staff, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can see it. Like, later on, you can mm-hmm. see it. My uh, Definitely my favorite part of those movies, though, is uh, Barbosa. Throughout all of them. He, it was definitely when he came back at the, is it the end of the spoiler alert. When oh, yeah. he came back at the end of the second one, I was it took me for a, well, I obviously knew Jack Sparrow wasn't dead, but then they're like, How are we gonna get it back? And then Barbosa shows up. I was like, Whoa. Oh, yeah, I that remember, was more of the surprising things in the movie. I remember being a kid in the theater and just like when he comes down the steps and just takes a bite of the apple, I was like, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kira Knightley like she plays Pat, she plays the queen. She's supposed to look like Padme. One, she looks a lot like Natalie Portman, and now like seeing those movies have like shown me that. And secondly, she's uh, good looking. She's a fine lady. She's good looking. <laughs> um, a real battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go on to the draft. All right, so the first draft. My first pick. I think I know. I knew what I was going to do, but it was between two that are very similar. And this is what I bet my this, two are your two. I bet this, my two are also his two. This is what this is what decided two over one right here. This brandy yep. by Looking Glass. So you mean brandy by Looking Glass? <laughs> but Perhaps. so Guardians of the Galaxy two is by far, I think the best movie soundtrack in my opinion. So there's like. Two ways we could go. You can go about this, and I thought about this. You can go with songs that were made for movies, or compiling a bunch of songs to put into movie, like yeah, a movie soundtrack. Yeah. And that's what Marvel, I feel like, has nailed. And that's why we're gonna have a lot of Marvel picks. They have a high budget. Um, they like they they obviously have a lot of songs to pick from. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they've done a great job. And I mean, whoever's in they charge have of that, so many hits on both of the what's it, what's it called the the feel good. Volume one and two. Hold on, I have it right here. <laughs> um, open that bad boy up. Cause like on his little cassette tape, it says one of them the has it. The, there you go. I have both of the vinyls. It's awesome anyway. mix, volume one yeah. and volume two. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it, that helps. Um, when you have Star Lord, like he just his character, he he, he warrants like. Good music to yeah, yeah. to yeah. add to him, and the fact that it's on a Walkman. I mean, everything about Star Lord and the in the show, um, but obviously it kicks off right. You got Mister Mister Blue, Blue Sky with Baby Groot, who we didn't know if we'd. I mean, obviously we were going to see Groot in the movie, but we, we didn't know, know how, how it happened. would. Yeah. yeah, and then he dances to Mister Blue Sky. Um, it's the perfect intro yeah. for a Guardians and then movie. Drax jumping into that monster, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then. What is it? What does he say? He's like, I'm, uh, I'm plugging up the tunes so we can, like, like listen to music while we fight. And then Star Lord actually is like, no, maybe we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, like I said, I have these on vinyl, and I can literally just put like, if I'm doing something in my room, I just put it on and listen to it. So Mr. Blue Sky, Fox on the Run, this is awesome. Lakeshore Drive, The Chain by Fleetwood Mac, Bring It Home on Home to Me. 
Southern Nights, which is one of your favorite songs. Yeah, I love Southern Nights, yeah. Um, My Sweet Lord, uh, Brandy, like I already mentioned, Come a Little Bit Closer. That scene, that's one of my favorite scenes in any of the Marvel movies, when Yondu is just tearing him up. No, not Yondu. Um, Rocket. Rocket's oh, like doing yeah, all the yeah. traps. In the, yeah. No, that's no, uh, no, no, that, you're that's right. Southern Come Nights. On. No, no, no. no you're that, right. That is you're Southern right. Nights, yeah. Come a bit I was... Thinking like I got two scenes mixed up. When Yondu gets with the whistle, he's yes, he, and he kills everybody things. on the ship, mm-hmm. um, and then Rocket blows the shit up. Wham, bam, Shangri-Lang, and a sha la la. I don't know any other silver songs. So. <laughs> Surrender by Cheap Trick, Father and Son. I mean, it's just every song on that soundtrack is incredible. But me and you, I mean, me and Bradford, no, me, we had a phase. We go in phases with songs, and Brandy was one of those songs that we did that and reminiscing yeah, by yeah, reminiscing real, and wham, bam, Shangri-Lang. Real like um, uh, yacht rock, or that's a perfect representation of that. It yeah, is yacht yeah. Rock. <laughs> that is but, lake music. <laughs> uh, and it's that scene's cool because it's in Missouri. It's not filmed in Missouri, but it's in Missouri. It's filmed in Georgia, but when it's uh, showing up the Show Me State. So <laughs> when he's listening to Brandy and uh, I don't know, I just there's nothing. I don't think there's anything that I would change about it. And I like I like I said, I still listen to it, and that is why I. Like, it was my unanimous number one. Obviously, I kicked around other ideas, but once I was like, once I thought of Brandy, I was like, yeah, yeah. I got to pick it up. There's a mod on Fallout 4 where you can, like, change the sound. Like, one of the radio stations is the, like, you can get the volume one, volume two of the Guardians. It's pretty sweet. And I think that's, and I honestly said, those movies are good, and they're people like humor in movies, especially serious yeah. movies like yeah. that. And I think that the soundtrack really um, is a reason why a lot of people enjoy those movies. Because anytime. I don't know about you guys, but anytime you watch a movie and you enjoy the movie and then it plays a song you like, you're like, oh, yeah. So you're in the theater and you – especially like the example we did with uh, Wayne Bam, Shangri-Lang. Like Yondu is tearing them up, but it's playing that song, which you wouldn't – like you listen to the song, you'd be like, I, I associate this with somebody killing somebody with yeah. a dart or a, <laughs> an arrow. You wouldn't think that, but it just fits perfectly. Um, but we should probably move on to Derek's number one because I could talk. I could talk about each one of these songs. Also, oh, yeah. Lakeshore Drive is about LSD. Oh, LSD. How'd you guess? Well, <laughs> Lakeshore Drive, and also if I've, like I said, I've listened to this album so much, and there's a part about, where the guy's like, "Hop or hopping up on LSD, only on Lakeshore Drive." It says what about it, and I was Lucy like, in the Sky of Diamonds. What's that about? That one's more. <laughs> that's about a girl named Lucy. <laughs> All right, Derek, what's your number one? I get it. Uh, my number one is the Dazed and Confused soundtrack. Oh. I actually, I'm not going to lie, I thought about this early in the week when I thought about this idea, but I didn't put it down today. Oh, yeah. Well, in terms of what I normally listen to, which is a lot of 70s music, yeah. I mean, you can't ask for a better movie in terms of soundtracks. Uh, go down a couple of them. Uh, you got Fox on the Run on this one, too. Uh, it's on there? Yeah, yeah. You can't pick it, then. Uh, <laughs> um, I'd say I, I don't know about you but argue the most iconic I would say when he puts the headphones on the end of the movie and slow ride plays I get yeah that and then um, Par- I just want to make uh, love to you paranoid yeah low rider paranoids at the at the um, at the party I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. when they roll up to the party yeah. uh, school's out oh school's yeah that's, that's a, that there, would yeah. argue that would be one of the most stranglehold by Ted Nugent yeah. that's a that's a good I love that movie. You guys, are, you guys are, this, That's one of my favorite movies. I don't know about you guys. That's probably top five of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Days and Confused. Well, we talked about it, and 
potentially future released episode when we started doing the podcast we did episodes that we haven't released that we practice on and we did fictional vehicles and i did the um was it an impala the no it was, was a, a cuda oh yeah it is cuda was it a 79 no. cuda or something like that I thought, i'm pretty sure it's a barracuda or a cuda whatever the or, gto it was a gto okay um and i was like part of the reason i picked the car is because of the soundtrack of that movie those cars with those songs like that is just I don't think you can beat that. Like that time yeah. period, the music. Whoever the DJ was for that movie definitely knew his Oh, era. and uh, well, I can't think of the name of the song. No more Mr. Nice Guy. What's the name of the song? Um, that's No More Mr. Nice Guy, Alice Cooper. Is that the name of the song? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I didn't know why I blinked on that, but when they're spanking him. Isn't that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They also have uh, Why Can't We Be Friends. That's when they play when they're picking on the freshman girls. Mm-hmm. God, I love those two nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better after a night of drinking beer than pancakes and waffles. Or pa- no, waff- pancakes and syrup to run on that. Chicken later, chicken later. <laughs> chicks don't want to hear that, man. Man, these chicks in our grade, they're just prudes, man. The chicks last year, they were, they were something, man. All right, going on to my first pick. I'm going to do a defensive pick because I'm going to try to knock one out of Brandon's. I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to go with The Star is Born. Okay, actually. Oh, shit, that was yours? That's not the one. First of all, it's a wonderful soundtrack. It's on my list, but I thought you were going with another one, and when I pick my next one, I think you'll know what defense you were trying to play. Well, I was kind of doing a defensive play, but it... Phenomenal, phenomenal soundtrack. Phenomenal the film. Two, phenomenal film. I mean, it's another. I think it's like the fourth rendition of that film, but it's my favorite one. My mom used to have me watch the. This is a fact I learned from you, but something that I appreciate a lot from it is you said that Bradley Cooper took lessons to be yeah, able so to perform. Yeah, so he the, all the music is original. So like the the two uh, picks that you guys had, you know, you're like talking about like how you made the point. Like sometimes you try to you know make a movie and fit music to it. And then this one is where they like made music and then fit the movie to it. Mm-hmm. So it's all original music. Um, Bradley Cooper trained for out of like six months or a year. He actually played all the songs on guitar and sung himself. And so it's Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. And I mean, he has like actual just like smash hits. And some of I mean like Shallows is like a huge huge hit now. I think I think it's cool that <clears throat> like I. Had- I was not familiar with the a Star is Born until that I watched the movie and it took me I didn't watch it when it came out. I didn't watch it till shoot, it was probably this year. Yeah, I think it was I think it was this year. Um, yeah. I and I, I knew the, the song movie. like I knew the song before I watched the movie and I yeah. liked the song, but um like I something I appreciate is when he plays the song at the beginning, the one that uh, he plays in Black Contact, Eyes. That yeah, that, that was song really good. It, when I, I listen to it, I'm like, man, I would love it. Like, if I went to his show, yeah, well, I he's would like enjoy a, he's like a country rock star basically, and I love country country music and rock music. Yeah, he so. gives you like co vibes. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So just like some other ones, like Black Eyes is the co- one he co- starts Wetzel, off with. Co Wetzel, by the way, not David Allen Co. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought of that. I was like, oh god. Oh god, I just <laughs> clarify. Uh, there's another. Maybe it's time is a good one that he has, uh, and then Alibi is probably one of my favorites that he has. But just all just good music. That uh, they all they had to make for that movie, and I just think it's awesome. Love Bradley Cooper too. He's in a and whole bunch. Lady of Gaga looks like. great in that movie. Lady, Lady Gaga looks phenomenal in that movie, and she has a phenomenal voice. Her story. I think it's cool that like she wrote the song, and he's like, I like this yeah, song. Yeah. I like this chick. Like I'm gonna have her come play at my show. And the dude, the end of that movie is so. Oh, have you seen the movie, Derek? No. Oh, the no, end I, of that I movie. Seen any rendition oh, of it? The end of that movie is so sad. I remember watching it, and I like 
Sometimes you watch sad movies and it makes you cry. Sometimes you watch like sad movies. Doesn't he and uh, make, it, get in get into the old H? Well, he's always he? he's always into that. But yeah. it's he's into painkillers. Is what it, he's a. He's but just like a, the end of that movie, like once I watched it. it, like I was like I was down for like, oh, the yeah. rest of the day. Dude, I, I was sad. Like I went and saw it like in theaters with some people, and they're like, "It's a sad movie." And I went out. I was like, "What the heck, guys? Why did you have me watch it's this?" Just movie? you clutching well, a bucket <laughs> of popcorn, just. <laughs> Well, what does the guy, her manager, whatever he says to him at the end, he's like, just leave her alone. Like, she's yeah, better off she's without like, yeah, you. Yeah. And then he does. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so he does. You got to watch that one, Derek. Hey, you, I really thought that was going to be, that was like my defensive play. I don't know why. Maybe watch it in like the summer. <laughs> Cause I'm, like, I'm, maybe not like on a snowy day when yeah. you can't leave the house. You just be all <laughs> sad all day. All right. We got the first round done. Bring all right. on to the second so round. So maybe we're off page here, me and you are like off of this because I thought this was definitely what you're going with. I was gonna be pissed. I'm picking into the Spider Verse. Oh no, that was oh, that was like number three. That's what I'm so, so, yeah. When you said that, because I, I, my top two, uh, even though I said I had to pick between Guardians one and two, which were very similar, but it was hard for me not to pick into the Spider Verse because eh, first eh, off, eh, eh. it's got my favorite artist. <laughs> well, not my favorite. I don't know if I say favorite artist, but my definitely my favorite rapper, Juice World's on it. Um. And I thought you were gonna say Ray Schmurda for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so that that song "Hide" is a song, by the way. That there's three songs that I like. I just got my Spotify wrapped, and all three of those songs are very high on it. Sunflower, yeah. which is like the song of the movie, and then um, "Scared of the Dark." I love that song, even though I'm not a big Lil Wayne fan. Yeah. And they have two rappers on that album that died for because X is on it. That's who sings "Scared of the Dark." Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first off, he was dead before that movie came out. I guess we'll go to. We're going to start a segment on here. Like, Brandon's movies he hasn't seen that he should. And I, for the longest time, would not watch that movie because I was like, that movie looks stupid. Remember I didn't either. Tra- I watched it like a month before you did. And then Trey made me watch it. Yeah. And you were like, you should watch it. So I watched it and I was like, that's really good. And then one of the things I really liked was the music was great. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that stands out, too, is when um, he's like, until you can come to Visible or become invisible on command, you're not like a Spider-Man. And he's on the ceiling and he's like... Needless to say, I need the, yeah. <laughs> I love that part where he's just sitting on there. He starts singing stuff. Like, In the right. intro, he uh, they got Biggie, they got Biggie playing when he's just walking down the yep, street to school. Well, here I got it. I'm I'm gonna pull up Spotify for most of these. Uh, One of the reasons Sunflower, why... Hide, uh, Scare of the Dark, What's Up Danger, <clears throat> um, a lot of great artists. Yeah. I don't. I didn't watch it until what did it come out? 2018, 2019. Uh, 2018. 2018. I didn't watch it till 2020, and I don't know why. I have no like hesitation towards also, like animation. I it's love not Rage Rage Shrimp. It's just Swale. So it's Swale. Swale. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Rage Murder is ear drummers. Yeah. Spelled um, backwards. Yeah. Slim Jimmy didn't make the Slim. cut. <laughs> <laughs> I think they had like a fallout. Another thing that I would add to it, and I know I can't count this like to beef up my list, but uh, you've played Miles Morales, right? Yeah. Spider-Man Miles Morales mm-hmm. on PS4. Are I'm you, like almost done with just like the base PS4. So that right. soundtrack is really good too. It's got a, I know you've heard the song um, that has Will Smith's son in it. Um, gosh, what's the name of that song? I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, but that song's great too, and it, it's it. Oh, that's part. That's that was, it. That, <laughs> that was from <laughs> Into the Spider Verse. Um, another thing, yeah, Miles Morales soundtrack. It is. It's uh, got what's his name, Jaden. That's his name yeah. now. He just goes by Jaden, right? Yeah, Jaden. Um, on my own. Uh, I've played it before, but he's Jaden has a lot of songs on the Miles Morales. Another thing I like about the end of the Spider Verse soundtrack is I feel like 
what that movie did to a lot of like a lot of people will put that on their like MCU movies or whatever you want to Marvel movies, yeah. whatever list you make, they will put that as some a lot of people put it as their favorite Spider Man movie. Like a lot, like, there's quite a few people that put it as number one. It I, definitely wouldn't be mine, but I love that's I think it's you could see there. why people say yeah. that, but I think it's because that that movie did a really good job of bringing an audience to Marvel that had maybe been alienated by the other movies, I think. And I think like with rap music and like going to like the younger crowd, because there was like people that still thought, you know, Marvel's kind of nerdy. I felt like Into the Spider Verse yeah. did a good job of getting like, you know, like younger people kind of make it a little more main, I don't mainstream. Say MCU mainstream, but yeah. 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 <laughs> well, if you think about it, because I, I thought about this, like what I was going to say about Into the Spider Verse, but not a lot of other MCU Marvel movies have rap music, have, you know, mm-hmm. Post Malone and, you know, Sway Lee and yeah. like Juice and X. Like they have classic rock and yeah, yeah. a lot of classic rock. There's really. one other that I can think of, but. What's other rap song? Are you, I don't want to spoil anything, but. Oh, I don't want to say anything because I don't know. Someone might pick it, so. Okay. Yeah, Will you yeah. mention that later? Because I'm very curious. Yeah. I can't because I thought about this. So I was like, "What other rap?" But I thought it did a good job. That that movie did a lot of things, but definitely like with the music, you bring in other people. I think yeah. to the mm-hmm. to the, the MCU. Um, so that's my one and two. All right, All right, two. I guess my number two pick. I'm going with the Blues Brothers oh, soundtrack. Yeah, I, that was one I considered. I had them my free agents. I mean, in that movie, you have so many. Huge musicians coming together. Um, I mean, James Brown plays a preacher. Uh, Ray Charles plays the clerk of a music shop. Aretha Franklin's a cook. Like, all these huge blues and soul singers are all just scattered around as rabbits um, or just random characters. Gosh, I, go. I should never have agreed to doing a podcast because – with about fictional pop culture, because it just really <laughs> exposes movies I haven't seen. I've never seen the Blues Brothers. I'm sure I'd love it. Um, is that the movie where they're like, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses? Is that that movie? He's like, we got half a tank of gas. Yes, full pack it's of dark cigarettes. Out. Half a pack of cigarettes. Dark out, dark we're wearing out, sunglasses. And we're wearing sunglasses. <laughs> is that it? Uh-huh. I got yeah. a birthday card when I was a kid. It's, and it's it, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi are the Blues Brothers. Carrie Fisher's in that in that movie. Is it like hot Carrie or is it like yeah, yeah. gross Carrie? Oh, no. She's hot in this. Um, <laughs> like Empire Strikes Back uh, Carrie? She plays John Belushi's ex who's crazy and trying to kill him. And there's like a scene where she randomly pulls out like a rocket launcher and blows <laughs> up their car with it. Uh, evidently enough, what turned me on to the Blues I'm Brothers so was uh, Drake and Josh and was that song. You know, oh, yeah, they yeah. Performed the Blues Brothers on that one episode. Well, like I didn't even realize that they have their own artists on spotify yeah like yeah they they actually toured they're they, the blues brothers it, oh, it, makes so sense, Brandon. it started out as a snl skit did it yeah yeah now that that one that one's not an original a lot, a, a lot of their songs are also covers of just older soul is, songs is but so man so man's not original right uh no, that's not an original. There's some think. songs out there that so many people have like covered and like made their own that I I couldn't even tell yeah, you. Yeah, and it, some of them like the the original artist isn't even someone famous. Sometimes. I mean, a lot of these are, but they're the yeah. people that were famous so like long ago, like not that many people know about them nowadays. Are they pretty talented? I don't know if I've ever seen. Yeah, heard yeah. Them. I mean, they're good. Sing. Dan Aykroyd. They're about half as good now, but 
<laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I don't know if you could get Dan Aykroyd on a stage nowadays without him talking about aliens, aliens and, yes. and vodka. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, Here's the, my alien vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves them both so much that he merged the two ideas. Wait, I thought his vodka was a skull. Yeah, crystal yeah. skull. It's made. It's an alien thing. So the crystal skulls are like alien artifacts that people. They're like have because who could have carved the stone <laughs> so perfectly? And they're like aliens, aliens. obviously. <laughs> um, He's like, and I filter it in diamonds. There's, yeah. There's a um, there's a cheaper vodka that's in an alien head. That's why uh, yeah, I was confused because uh, I was like, I thought that was Dan Aykroyd's vodka. That stuff is horrible. Alien head vodka. Oh, there's this disgusting. It looks like oh, something you black out on at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> and the alien doesn't even look that good. No, <laughs> it's a horrible looking alien. <laughs> All right, what is your what is your number two? Uh, I'm, I'm so gonna go with now. Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Now, See, so I, I didn't know you could pick multiple per franchise. <laughs> well, I, I would have went with one. <laughs> We didn't make any rules about That's it. That's true. So also, I didn't I'm ask. Pick it. Like I, I said, I have both of these vinyls. This vinyl, the other one's just black. The Guardians two, but Guardians one it's special like edition is looks tiny. like pink lemonade all swirled oh, together. Nice. I love this one. I mean, but like just like I mean, we talked about it earlier. Just all all hits the entire time. I mean, it starts well, it off, st- starts off with yeah. hooked on a feelings. What it starts off with? No, yeah. I thought it's, it starts with uh, uh, Redbone. Um, Redbone sings the song. It's on there. Look at it. Redbone. But come and get your love. Come and get oh, your yeah, love. That's right. That's, that's right. what it starts with because he clicks on the Walkman. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it also appears in um, Endgame. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell in love with this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but just just another, you know, an album that is just so iconic, or not an yeah, album. It's basically it's basically like a greatest hits of the seventies. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that, um, that was a pretty easy pick for me. Now, isn't uh, – what I always forget is on there. When I play that vinyl, it always catches me. Isn't Ain't No Mountain High Enough on yeah. there? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, on, it's there. on there. Uh-huh. Uh, fooled Around and Fell in Love. I fooled yeah. Around and Fell in Love. Yep. Um, when does Hooked on a Feeling play? Oh, Let me see this bad boy real quick. Is it when they're in the prison? I think it's when they're in the prison they break out. Yeah. When they're in the prison, they break out all together. Okay. When they have to work together the first time. I'm going to need that guy's right. arm. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need it. He yeah. didn't need it, right? Well, his thing is stealing people's body parts. Yeah, because so. yeah, yeah. Wants... is it the first one or the second one where he's like, and then he woke up and he didn't have an eye. <laughs> <laughs> then Groot gets on that guy's toe. So, <laughs> Do you guys just have a fridge laying with severed human limbs laying around? No. No. Let's just forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that scene when Groot, when Groot just starts bringing stuff back. Uh, what does he say? Uh, now I need you to put this one, and then press this button. Do not press this button. He's just like, I am Groot. Uh-huh. I am no! Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. That's the button that kills everybody! No, no, my, gonna... my favorite line from that whole sequence oh, is that... Escape's Drex, on there. Do you have any tape? Yeah, scotch tape would work. <laughs> then why would you ask if scotch tape works? <laughs> I could literally talk. Can we just do a Guardians episode? Yeah, yeah we just we're gonna do we a Guardians quote commentary. the entire movie. <laughs> I like when he brings back the, the the desk. He's like, I said this big. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but I, I mean, basically, Groot. we already kind of summed up why we would pick that one. The, the same reason why Brandon picked it. Uh, number two, I do think that number two is a better album. 
or a, like a better soundtrack. But like if I had to sit down and listen, I'm picking two. But yeah, like yeah. this one is not far behind. I actually really don't like Cherry Bomb by the Runaways. You know, Cherry Bomb. I don't really oh, yeah. like that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got uh, which we didn't mention. Escape the pina colada. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, and then it also it's got a Jackson Five song. Yeah, I want you back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Spirit of the Sky. Spirit of the Sky. Um, do you guys prefer which movie? Do you prefer one or two? Two, two. Yeah, me too, probably. I love Ronan though. I'm big Ronan fan. That was the intro of Thanos too, where like they didn't tease him at all, and then there's a scene where he just turns around and yeah. he's fully in frame, and you're like, oh my oh, god! Shit. <laughs> uh, what's the what's Ronan's little the the black guy? What's his name? Is it Korath? Like Kor- Korath the, the, the pursuer. Pursuer. Yeah, I love Ronan. I don't know why, I but I just yeah. think Ronan is a cool, cool villain, and the guy that plays him I thought did a good job. Uh, yeah. Lee Pace, I think yeah. is his name. And then the guy that plays. Uh, let me get off track again, but when the Star Lord as um, or T'Challa as Star Lord, and then the guy's the big fan, Karate is like a big fan. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah. oh my god, Star Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, I'd prefer to. I love. Hey, you want to tell your story about when you met uh, Michael Rooker? Oh yeah, so I met Michael Rooker at a comic con. He's basically at every comic con that you could ever go to. Michael. Rooker Even if they don't player. hire him, he's yeah, floating he's around there. signing autographs. But, uh, <laughs> I, I honestly was, don't. Know if I've seen anything other than Guardians with him in it. I mean, Walking Dead was his like. Yeah, that's what I knew him from. Who, who was he? Uh, what do you mean? In The Walking Dead. Oh, Merle. He's oh. Daryl's brother. Uh, but me and Derek go to Comic Cons pretty often, and I think this is the first one we ever went to. I think it was in 2015. Um, and normally I don't pay to go get people get people's autographs. Um, except Timothy Zahn. Except for Timothy Michael Zahn. Michael got I me. Got, or Michael. Jeez, who's Michael? Oh, Fletcher got me. <laughs> Fletcher got me Timothy Zahn's autograph in Heir, Heir to the Empire, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but I paid to get. Uh, I met Michael Rooker and I uh, got his autograph. And I asked him if he could personalize it. I asked him if he could like write down a line that he says. I was a huge Walking Dead fan. I asked him if he could write down uh, like uh, something to say there. And he said he told me I don't personalize shit. And then he signed my little picture. I don't personalize shit. Michael Rooker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I had not heard that story until not long ago. I remember really? he told me that. Well, yeah, I think we were talking about Michael Rooker playing in something. Maybe it's Star Wars or something. We what? talked about Michael Rooker playing in something, and then you're like, I got Michael Rooker's autograph. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, standing in line for Timothy Zahn's autograph, um, that was actually a free autograph. Michael Rooker's was not. Um but like we were talking about like people that we've gotten autographs from, and they're like, I assume that you've got that. It's like kind of a thing like Michael Rooker's at every Comic Con. They're like, he's yeah, like seen, you've seen Michael Rooker before. I was like, yeah, I got his. He's, he's kind of like they a, were talking the about Star Trek dudes at like everyone too. Yeah. Isn't Shatner at a lot of them. Shatner's at a lot of them. Uh, uh, Luke Rigno is at oh yeah he's every, every single one. one. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's how he makes. All I, I only know a lot of Star Wars because of the pot, like Ellison Swick, and they go to, they get all the autograph collecting. Like Jeremy Bullock before he passed away was at all of them. Yeah. Um, little Boba Fett, I can't think of his name. Uh, little guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But uh, know it's not Tamar Morrison. It's um, gosh dang it. But young Boba Fett, he's at like everyone. And he voice. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. <laughs> you're supposed. I'm to. just holding it. Out. He has three lines in Star Wars. I didn't Dad. look him up. Yeah, yeah. Are you looking it up, Roger? Yeah. Um, but. Why are you scrolling so much? What did you look up? Attack of the Clones. Well, why did you Daniel not, Logan. Daniel, why did you not look up young Boba Fett? <laughs> Daniel Logan's out a lot. Um, 
But, I mean, a lot of people, that's a lot of their income. I mean, what else are you going to do? It's like, what do you do for a living? Is I was the Incredible Hulk 40 years ago. <laughs> He's also in uh, True Kiddings. No, I love you, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so fights. strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we apologize for the uh, barking in the background. Bratcher's getting hungry. Um, uh, the dogs have been euthanized. So. <laughs> that's, that's just a joke. Not really, but um, we'll do a recap before we get into the final three picks. So I've started off with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and then my second pick was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I was going to ask you a question, and I forgot to do it. When I, Does Sony own that, too? Sony own what? Into the, doesn't Sony have, like, half yeah, I well, they, they have half ownership of... But do they have, like, think, Miles Morales as well? Like, do they have half of everything Spider-Man? No, no just Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I think, think Miles... Because Miles Morales is a whole different character, so... Yeah, yeah. So do they own that? No, they shouldn't. I'm pretty sure. Then it's why is it not on Disney Plus? I don't know. That's a good question. So they don't. I just that's only had the Marvel. It does well, flicker thing. Well, yeah, they go half and half, and they'll like work with each other. I'm sure there's probably some like when, licensing thing. What what amount would they have to? I just feel like at this point it's just hurting like people like us. Well, I think when they bought because <laughs> like I would like to watch. Spider-Man on Disney Plus with all the other oh, Marvel movies. Nope. Uh, Sony does own the rights to Miles Morales as well. I wonder where they draw that line. That would be very weird. Because yeah. there's characters that are in weird. Spider-Man. Well, that's, that... that's actually kind of weird because, I mean, he came out in 2011. In, um, I thought he came out early 2000. What, Ultimate, Ultimate Adventures number four. Uh, Ultimate Fallout number four mm-hmm. is his first appearance. And it's pretty new. I mean, it's, that's a Marvel comic, so that's actually kind of surprising. That's weird. That I wonder what like obviously they have a contract. It'd be like weird to see what's in that contract. Yeah, if only they didn't sell half of their characters in the '90s. But who? Marvel. Marvel. They sold a ton of their characters. That's why I don't have X Men, Fantastic Four, uh, Spider Man because they were going bankrupt. So they sold a whole bunch of their. Uh, they got most of them back now. The X Men, the Fantastic yeah. Four. They got so they just have everything but Spider Man then, right? I, mean, I think sure so. Yeah. Some uh, some people they don't have, but yeah, that's the main one. Um, okay, so yeah, my second pick was Into the Spider-Verse. I was going to talk about that earlier, but I just thought of it. But, and then Derek was second. He got, it started with Days to Confused, and then the Blues Brothers, and then Bratcher uh, started with A Star is Born, and ended with Guardians. The awesome mix Number one. one. So this pick is going to Into be a, third round. a lot different than my first one, so it's not a superhero movie, and... Uh, this pick is kind of for my sister, too, because we used to jam out to this soundtrack, and it is the Tarzan soundtrack with Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. yeah. Everything is perfect on that soundtrack, except Rosie O'Donnell's on it, <laughs> even though I like the song that she's in. Um, I mean, it kind of got, I would say, like, kind of got brought back to the light a little bit with TikTok, because there was all the TikToks where uh, it was not making fun, but it was like... Joking about how, like, Phil Collins never had to go this hard on this soundtrack, but he did. About a song about a guy with a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> um, You'll Be In My Heart, classic. Son of Man, uh, Two Worlds, Trash in the Camp. Those are the four big ones that I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know. You, you haven't seen Tarzan, right? No, I've seen Tarzan. It's, no. one, it's one of the one of them you've seen? I've seen. You've seen Tarzan. Actually, a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of them I haven't seen. So um, This is mm-hmm. the like the animated Tarzan. They came out with a new one, didn't they? There's been a couple. Yeah, they came out with uh, one, uh, I think, like 2018 or something. 
It's got one of the Scarzard uh, twins in it. The what? The Scarzard. You know? Charizard? Yeah, it's got Charizard in it. Char- <laughs> you know, Bill Charizard. Um, I think his name is Bill Scarzard. It is. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. You know, I should have I looked it up, but um, obviously all the – this is my favorite song on it, but Trash in the Camp, you know what I'm talking about? The one yeah. where they like do the ching, 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 mm-hmm. brrr, like make all the noises. Um, I would love to see how they did that um, because – I mean I doubt they did it because – it was a long time ago, but when Pink Floyd made money, they had um, reels going around the room that making all the different noises, you know, like the mm-hmm. yeah. like um, I'm pretty sure they had like I don't know exactly how it works because I'm not a big audio guy, but kind of how like a movie film works, you know, like runs around yeah. through the film. I know that Pink Floyd had all the different sounds going when they recorded. It's like a Rube Goldberg machine, but for sounds. <laughs> um, but I wonder if that like how they. If they just like plugged a bunch of audio in together, because there was like grass, grass, glass breaking. I, I well, we're there's... talking about the the '90s compared to like the '70s. I wonder, I wonder what year out. that one came out with. What year that? That's definitely '90s. Oh, it was. Yeah, I agree with you. It was '99. Yeah. yeah, the audio recording at that time is. Oh yeah. Superior. They probably just had it all laid out on a digital take. Yeah, I think it's cool. I, I mean, this is not as hard as I'm making it out to be, but I think it's cool when you lay all these different sounds yeah. over it, and specifically when they're inspired by. They actually did this live one day. <laughs> they had actual silverback gorillas come in, and it was, it was hectic in the recording studio. I think they made they used Rosie O'Donnell's likeness for the monkey that played her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, um, some other ones. Uh, you got, did I say two worlds? I think I did. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. There's other songs on there too, but a lot of those '90s Disney In Sync did some work on it too, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, all '90s like Disney movies had pretty banging, yeah, soundtracks. Da, 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 da. Phil Collins really went off on that one though. <laughs> Watch it. Maybe stepping on some picks here. That's <laughs> um, this is one thing I. I I don't like about the design of our podcast is sometimes I want to talk about things, but I can't because, because it might, it might come up later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but love Tarzan. You guys, do you like Tarzan? Yeah, yeah, Tarzan. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Are we moving on? I think we're moving on to you. Number Remember three, Chewbacca did that? Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Tarzan, no. Uh, my number three pick, I had the uh, Pulp Fiction oh, okay. uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Never seen it. <laughs> oh, I... I Never heard that, it. <laughs> the The Pulp Fiction soundtrack is awesome because it merges like uh, some classic rock, but the Pulp Fiction soundtrack merges like seventies classic rock, but it also has a lot of like lesser known like stuff from either like the fifties and sixties. Oh, it's got Cool that, in the Gang. I love Cool in the Gang. Oh yeah. Um, but they they really do like help the whole feel of the movie is making it feel like this gritty almost noir like I love like this song. movie. This one right here by the Hollies. It's on. Um, oh shoot! It's on. Uh, Remember the Titans? I'm pretty sure. I hope that was no one's pick. This song. <laughs> it says it's on yeah. Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Yeah. <clears throat> but there's. There's so many different songs. Just any any place you go while you're watching Pulp Fiction, just through the soundtrack in the background, it just immerses you so much more into the scene from like the 
the fifties diner. Okay, this uh, can't be the, this can't be the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. This list is like a hundred songs long. So maybe that song's not in that movie. Is that song not in that movie? I, I'm pretty sure it is. Is it? Is it? I just. I mean, there's a lot of songs in that movie. I mean, I'm sure there's some that play just for like five seconds in the background. What but. I'm looking at, I, I looked it up again. I don't think that movie's in that movie. That song's in the movie. So I apologize. Uh, I've never seen Pulp Fiction, so I. But that movie, it that song is in. Remember the Titans. Yeah, just I mean, Quentin Tarantino's always been a master of picking movie soundtracks. Yeah, he just for everything. And, what I've seen, I really, some of his movies, because I, I have seen movies. I have seen. I have seen Django, and the the music you have to use in there is either like really old music or you know picking a song from today. That you know what I mean when you when you have like a what is that movie take take place in the 1800s, 1700s? Yeah. So I mean nobody knows the music from that time really from yeah. Now. That's just one thing I never really thought of. When you have older movies, like you mean to tell me Jim Croce wasn't writing music in the 1860s? <laughs> but yeah, you can use music from today that you think would fit in well, or you can try to make it like timely with the music. That's not something I never thought of. Like when mm, directors, yeah, or probably not directors, it's like sound editors, producers, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah and they have to decide what they want to put in there. Mm. All right, I'm going to my third pick. Um, trying to kind of debating between two this is kind of another one similar to like the guardians pick i'm gonna go with the soundtrack from Re- the movie ready player one i don't know if you guys have ever seen that i haven't seen it you haven't seen it no, no. i mean it's kind of like reminiscent of you know like kind of like guardians it's a lot of like 70 80s music <clears throat> um i really love that movie quite a bit the book I, i've read the book and the book is it's one of those things where I, i've listened to the book how's right? the book soundtrack uh, the, the book soundtrack is actually they go into it quite a bit because it's basically it's a book that really don't, don't don't hate on me by the way for calling you out for listening to it but you can't say I read the book well that's what I do I say that's why I say it all the time you didn't read a single word uh, no, no not a single goddamn yeah. one just the, just the cover oh is this <laughs> just, just the title yeah uh-huh. oh, oh, yeah. so it's got like a lot of 80s this music is a good in song it. too well, yep a little hollow notes. Little uh, it's and got uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Um, oh, I love that song. Stay Alive by love the Bee Gees. Tears for Fears is up. Uh, Twisted Sister, We're Not Gonna Take It. Mm. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff like that. Hate and if you like, hey, shout out to Bobby Riley. Oh, wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> but j- just another uh, soundtrack with like a lot of like 70s, 80s iconic music. I need um, to watch this movie. It, it's really good. I feel like the movie itself kind of is like a real good like kind of basis for like what okay. our podcast is about because the whole the book is basically it's all about fiction and pop culture. It's basically like if Easter Eggs was was a book. So oh, it's yeah. all about Easter Eggs and all about fiction and pop culture. Is this on there? Oh, so you're asking us was this in the movie? Is if I'm like. Yeah, that plays at 37 <laughs> minutes, 48 seconds, I think. Well, that for starts. Some reason, okay, so I'm, when you guys say this stuff and I'm not like familiar with it, like, mm. for example, the last two, I just like look it up on Spotify. For some reason, people just like make playlists named after movies. No, that's not Because that the, pul- the Pulp Fiction, literally, the, one, the first one I looked at was like 150 songs long. And I'm like, I don't feel like all these songs were in the movie. 
Because, like, if you, for example, if you just go to, like, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, it, like, has the actual well, playlist. Yeah. Like, well, there. like, pulp, pulp novels are, like, a whole different, like, genre. Like, pulp fiction is made around, like, the pulp genre. Like, it's a specific, like, feel, so someone's probably making, like, yeah, I guess something, so. like, extended off of pulp fiction. But, like, Ready Player One's just about, like, uh, it's about, like, this billionaire who dies and people are trying to figure out he makes a game for everyone to play and they're trying to figure out and it has to like the easter eggs and stuff and it have to <clears throat> do with his life and he grew up in the 70s and 80s so it's just all about fiction and pop culture in the book like one of the easter eggs is um 2112 by rush oh, the whole nice. album they have to like listen to the whole album and mm-hmm. figure out the songs and stuff and that's like one of the easter eggs so i just think it's a, a pretty solid pick it's got some good songs on it all right, so that concludes our third pick, our Ready third round. Ready player one. Yeah, write that down. Okay, so... Fourth round, Brandon. What do you got? Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, Marvel just does it really well. I mean, they have a lot <laughs> of money to spend on soundtracks for their movies. You know, they have to pay for is a that, lot. Is it third or fourth? Fourth. It's fourth round. My fourth, because I started okay. off, because I don't lose. Um <laughs> But that's what I assume. Like, when you make a movie soundtrack, you have to pay for rights of songs, right? Or, like, pay the people. Yes, to use it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like that's one of the reasons that Marvel usually gets pretty successful soundtracks. Another thing is that the movies are good, too. So, I mean, they have good people working on it. Um, So, my fourth pick might might surprise you a little bit. I don't know. It's the Black Panther movie. That's what I was going to talk about earlier. Um, I think Kendrick Lamar is who... (laughs) Like was in charge in charge of the soundtrack. Yeah, because I mean, there's other people in there, but um, two big the two big songs that stand out to me are "All the Stars" and "Pray for Me" are very uh, very popular. There's also Sway Lee is also on that soundtrack. Uh, I don't know how to say this person's name. S Z A is that how you say that or is it like SZA? SZA. SZA. Yeah, she's very popular. I just I listen. I know a lot of her songs. I yeah. just never knew how to pronounce that. Um, but I don't know. It's a it's a good movie for one. Yeah. But I I listen to that soundtrack quite like I listen to a few songs on that soundtrack quite a bit, and uh, I think that they, in the movie too, I th- I think that um, like I said with Guardians, I think it also like helps make the film better. So I mean it's and then too it it also it's 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 kind of with in the Spider Verse it's different people like. I love classic rock. It's my favorite yeah. genre. But getting like rap in a a, a, bleh, a movie, uh, I like that. So pretty, pretty, uh, I don't know, solid pick. Not a lot to talk I like about. It. I like those. Those two songs are two. Like I really enjoy those songs. Oh, um, I mean, I love Kendrick Lamar. So yeah, it's my Kendrick. And I feel like Kendrick. Um, I mean, that was a. I think the big the. The Big Panther. That's what I about said. The Big Panther. <laughs> I think the Pink Panther was a really. <laughs> I think the Black Panther, unnecessarily had, it had high expectations, but I think that they. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what I'm like trying to say here, but like it definitely when that movie came out, they expected big things from that yeah. movie. Um, I think they got it. I, yeah, because yeah, they, they, I think they got it. Yeah, that movie made a lot. Of money. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. I don't know what yeah, you guys think. Yeah. I like the just like the costumes in it are phenomenal. That's one well, of my favorite parts. Uh, well, mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I think that there's some things like some movies. I don't know. I said things. Some movies where the role was absolutely nailed, and I think that Chadwick Boseman is the best person on the planet that could have played Blue Black Panther. Yeah. Um, 
And then Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, also nailed. Oh, so I think that, that he died. I really liked him. I'm, I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, Michael B. Jordan's alive, dude. <laughs> um, but those, like, the casting in that movie was absolutely spot on, which makes for a good movie. Like, there's some things that you could you could change, but I think that 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 was really like on the nose. And I, I mean, there's a lot of good people in that movie. I mean, Andy Serkis, uh, mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Um, shoot, what's the guy's name? What's Forrest the, Whitaker's brother's name? He's in a whole bunch of stuff. Like his bro, his actual brother? Or no, 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 the no. Movie? Like the guy that he in the movie that he kills. Oh God. Uh, uh, My, Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger's dad. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I forgot his name. That's right, Andy Circus. That's right, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know why. Was, no, Ulysses Claw. Claw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought I said his first name wrong. Um, but yeah, that movie. I think a lot of people didn't really know what to expect because we only saw Black Panther in Civil, Civil War, War, correct? And yeah. We didn't know a lot about it. I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, you guys, like the listeners, and will learn that you guys are the comic book guys. Like, I like the movies. I like I learn a lot from you guys. But I didn't know a lot about the Black Panther before that movie. And I learned a lot from it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who the heck Killmonger was. He's kind of, I mean, he's a bigger Black Panther villain. But in terms of, like, if you're just, like, reading, like, Avengers and stuff, Killmonger isn't going to pop up every storyline. Another thing that I learned from you guys is that a lot of villains are, like, they go through, like, Killmonger... Could be wrong. Like, might appear in, like, a Spider-Man comic book. Like, well, yeah, they, they go all around. Like, like uh, earlier when we yeah. were talking about, um, um, like, Ronan the Accuser, he was a Fantastic Four villain. There's, like, a, yeah, there's so. one that... I can't remember what it was, but there was one that I was asking you about, and I remember you telling me, you're like, no, he's, like, actually, like, a Fantastic Four villain. It might have been him. But... It happens a lot, especially yeah. for Fantastic Four. So. Oh, yeah. It's just weird that, like, when they make the movies, they're like, I feel like this would work the best. Yeah. And then... Me being like the little knowledge I have, like Thanos, for example, like I see him and I'm like, wow, there's nothing greater than Thanos. What are they going to do now? And you guys are like, yeah, there's like a lot of other things that are more powerful than Thanos. Thanos started out as an Iron Man villain. Yeah. That was where he debuted. Iron Man 55. See, which is, it's, it's strange that they would do that because you would just assume that, you know, you make an Iron Man movie and, like, Whiplash is an Iron Man villain. But maybe Whiplash Actually, is... Captain America villain. That's oh, what no, I'm he saying. is an Iron Man villain. Well, no, he started he started out fighting, uh, I guess, Cap and Iron Man at the same time because it was in, was uh, it in Tales of Suspense. Okay. Yeah, Wh- which yeah. I, I, I guess I understand it and then I don't. Like, I don't understand, like, why they'll be like, we're going to put this Black well, Panther villain in Thor. And make well, that work. Like, a lot of the times it's just they, they debut in a comic, and then eventually they're like, oh, this villain would fit really well yeah. with this character, and then they eventually write it. Fantastic Four, like Daredevil, and like Spider-Man have a lot of crossover, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot. Is it because they're in a it's, lot of comics? Spider-Man and Daredevil. Daredevil they're the only and Spider-Man series. really have a whole bunch of them, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, at that time, there's only eight at the most, yeah. major Marvel titles going on in the 60s. So you're bound to have crossovers to get people to buy more issues. Now, does DC do the same thing? Did they do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, DC is a lot more... A lot more open yeah. because... I would uh, say... It's less split and up into can, teams, but can, there are teams. You can disagree with me, but, for example, Batman and Joker, I don't think there's a more iconic hero-villain like, like duo. duo. Yeah. So, like, the Joker probably wouldn't go... I mean, I mean, you got Robin, which 
Like, he probably fights a Joker in comic books. It's a large storyline. Yeah, but <laughs> would you agree that there's no more iconic hero villain? Oh, yeah. Than, oh, yeah. No, it's Batman you know, and the Joker are the best. It, actually, now that I think about it, I feel like DC <laughs> is probably more true than Marvel with sticking to it. Because, yeah. like, you don't see, like, Lex well, sometimes Luthor, you want to mix Lex it Luthor up. and Batman. I was about to say, yeah, it's, it's Just iconic, make him Jesse but, Eisenberg and he can fight both of them. It, I mean... It will say, like, staying true, but also you don't want Batman... Batman and the Joker have been fighting each other for, for 80, 80 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> and the Joker just keeps getting away just over and over again. But there's infinite universes now. Yeah, so. yeah. What's the Blue Beetles villain? Uh, oh, God. Don't don't come at me with that. He wasn't a Marvel one. He was a He's DC. DC. He's an injustice. He wasn't even DC, was he? He wasn't even like a Charlotte. Well, he, yeah, yeah. He was an old school, like in the 50s. Yeah. Like he was a it's team. the Shredder. And it, was, it was like a detective comic, wasn't it? He wasn't even like a... Yeah, yeah. He, he was, like, he was, he was more, more like blue spandex. And think of like the Green Hornet, but yeah. with like more superpowers. So you guys will probably get a kick out of this. So you guys, like we said, comic book guys. I'm not, I'm not really one. But when I think of... Comic book characters that aren't DC or Marvel, I instantly just think Ninja Turtles. I mean, that is they one. Are, yeah, they're comics, though. Yeah, the, there's a bunch of good ones. That's the Spawn, one. Like, I, I just have that instilled in my Cowboy. brain. Like, I've learned certain the things Walking from Dead. you guys. Yeah, yeah. Richie Invincible, Rich. the Invincible yeah, series. Invincible. Archie. Archie. Yeah, yeah. So, the reason I know that Fuck is... Fuck around my, with Jughead. <laughs> my, my dad and my grandparents, they have, like, a bunch of their <clears> old comic books. That's where I got all my old Star Wars Marvel comics. But... The ones that they have left over are I've sent you a picture. I think one's Battlestar Galactica oh, and the yeah. big comic book issues, and mm-hmm. then they're like Richie Rich and Archie. Yeah, and then the Disney comics. There's Disney comics too. There's a whole bunch of Disney comics. Mm-hmm. They make there's a ton of Mickey Mouse comics and stuff like that. This all started with the Black Panther, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Derek, what do you got for number four? My number four, I'm going with. Tenacious D, the pick of destiny. Oh yeah! <laughs> what a good pick that I had. I did not think of an entire movie just centered around Jack Black and Kyle Gass trying to pay the rent with their rock. Uh, also, I want to like point out, um, which I mean, you're probably <clears throat> going to get to Black Black. I don't Black Panther. Jack Black is a very talented musician. Oh yeah, oh, he's yeah. he's a very yeah. good singer. And I think if you guys, I think School of Rock, a lot of people have seen that. He shows off his talents in that. Mm-hmm. Turn it over and cello. <laughs> That's my, my favorite part of that I mean, movie. Pick a Destiny, at the very end of the movie, it ends with Jack Black and Kyle Gass fighting Satan in yeah. a rock-off <laughs> for their souls. And if they win, Satan has to pay their rent for the rest of their lives. By the way, the first and only time I saw that movie was at your house. Oh, it's fantastic. There's another Missouri boy right there as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Kickapoo, Missouri. Kick-a-poo. <laughs> Wait, There's what? a bunch of fame. It. Yeah, that's where uh, his character's from in the it's movie. From Kickapoo, Missouri. The I first didn't know song. Kickapoo was actually. I know it's a high school in Springfield, but I didn't know it was an actual place. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of big name uh, like rock icons. Dio. That's one of the last yeah. things he did before he died. Uh, Meatloaf. There's a bunch. Uh, not a rock star, but uh, do you know the scary homeless man that has, like, the come here, I'll yeah. fucking uh-huh. stab you, <laughs> that guy? Uh, do you know who act- what actor that is? Uh-huh. That's Andy Dufresne. Oh, really? That's Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption. That's plays not that his guy. name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Timothy... Not, not Dobbins. Um, 
Shoot. <clears throat> what is his name? I like Ben Stiller's I'll character. Look it up. He's like, how do you know? He lights <laughs> the lighter. Why didn't you just hire a translator <laughs> and let him read it too? <laughs> Tim, Timothy Robbins. Okay. My favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite quotes comes from Ben uh, Stiller <laughs> when he's talking about the pick of destiny in the closet of the Guitar Center, and he's just like, "Did you say supernatural?" And you know, I said supernatural. That's like a <laughs> whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> who do you who do you have for your for my for your fourth? For my fourth, um, I'm gonna go with the soundtrack from Straight Outta Compton. Ooh. So oh. that's a good one. I mean, if you uh, like 80s, 90s rap, oh yeah. I mean, you got every NWA song is on that. I mean, then you go into when like Ice Cube went solo, and when Dre went solo, and then it's got Snoop in it. And I mean, you can't beat that. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's, what a, by it, the way, what a great movie. Oh, what a phenomenal movie. I mean, if we're talking about a movie about music, that's what it is. So. <laughs> am I wrong? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Am I wrong? No, I'm not gonna quote. I'm not gonna quote the. I, there's a quote I was gonna say from the movie. But I'm not gonna do it. Um, it's probably something you can't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's when Easy finds out that he has AIDS. Oh, yeah. When he says yeah. that that yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't be funny, but when he says that to the doctor, I'm like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know. Just real good movie. Also, real, it's. I think it's. So cool that uh, Ice Cube's son oh, could man. play. Yeah. O'Shea Jackson Jr. looks Great actor, exactly like his okay. dad. Okay, uh, I didn't, I didn't know that was Ice Cube's son. I was about, were... to, I was about to comment. I was like, the guy who plays Ice Cube <laughs> looks fantastic in that movie. <laughs> what, what's that movie with Seth Rogen? <clears throat> he marries the president that I showed you. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But he's yeah, in that he's, movie. He's, he's hilarious in that, in that too. Yeah. I mean, he's he's great in any role I've seen him in. I um, like when he's like. You don't know I'm a Republican? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're religious? I, I, I wear, wear a cross. cross. He's like, I don't know. I thought it was racial. It's like a black thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Seth Rogen is like a huge, like liberal uh, political writer. And he eventually begins up, Marrying ends up uh, dating the secretary of state. Oh, yeah. And then they get married and she becomes president. But O'Shea Jackson like runs this like huge firm or something, and they're best friends though. Like, Give me a Lacroix, fill it with Johnny Walker Blue and CBD oil. <laughs> <laughs> at one point in the movie, they're like arguing about something, and he's like, "He's a stupid Republican." He's like, "I'm gonna tell you something. It's gonna blow your mind." He's like, "I'm a Republican," and he's like, <gasps> "He's like GOP baby." <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a cross, and he's like, "Why do you think I wear this cross, man?" And he's like, "I thought it was like racial or something." It's hilarious. Um, but no, those two were great together. That, yeah. You should watch that movie. I need to look it up because it's bothering me. It, I'll keep on saying just go with it, but that's not the name of the movie. At the end of the movie, he's like, I know who killed JFK. <laughs> it's, it's not who you think it is. <laughs> um, long shot. That's yeah, what the called. long shot. That's right. I know who shot JFK. It's not who you think it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll round off my fourth pick with Straight Outta Compton. I think it's a pretty solid choice. Ice Cube. I've got a lot of classic rock in my uh, soundtracks, so we'll bring okay. in some, some 80s, 90s West See, Coast rap. That's what I don't need to do because i got a lot of rap in mine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> breaks my heart right now that I'm not drafting the Titanic. I'm going to say that, but I could just not find myself <laughs> to draft a soundtrack because of one song. That's the only <laughs> thing that Celine Dion has done good in her career. 
I think you might have some some arguments to that. I, I don't know. She seems to be a fairly accomplished singer. <laughs> she, she is just a, a shitty Canadian is what she is. She really is. Didn't what are you talk about? She name another Canadian. song of Celine Dion's other than My Heart Will Go On. I, I can't. Don't know. I don't listen to exactly. that shit. Exactly. She's not I don't listen to that any... shitty Canadian music. <laughs> <laughs> she has not done anything other than that. Which is a great song. I love that song like hypes me up and it shouldn't. Like it you just, just you just cry in the shower. <laughs> no. Just listening to it. Like if I'm on a run and I just hear like There's nothing to fear. And then I'd like power through a hill. Wait, is this your fifth pick? No. <clears throat> okay. No, Every... it, no, I like that song a lot. <clears throat> that song hypes me up. Does it not hype you up? <clears throat> no, not really. Not not really. It makes me think of an, a boat snapping in half and sinking. <laughs> she brings it. <laughs> and that one guy hitting the propeller. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves that part yeah. of the movie. <laughs> That's not your favorite part of the movie. Come on. <laughs> it's the handprint, isn't it? That's Dude, your favorite part. You guys want to really make fun of me. When I was a kid, I used to get the movie, the movie, Pearl Harbor and Titanic mixed up. Like, it boat sinking. <laughs> <laughs> Like when you think about it, it's the same movie. Like they would, like what I'm talking about, like real. They're dead. both nine hours long. <laughs> That's so. true. They were long. They're about boats, water. I mean, nothing good happens in those movies. True. Pearl Harbor. I need you to swim, Rose. <laughs> you're talking. You're talking about the like Ben Affleck. Yeah, like Pearl the Harbor, two, right? the one that came it's on two, two VHSs. Yeah. Okay. One. Uh, watching that as a kid. Like, I remember watching that as a kid and being like, this movie's fantastic. <laughs> Going back and watching it as an adult, you're like, oh my god, this is a hunk of shit. Like, it's, Medal it's of not... Honor, The Rising Sun had better cinematics than that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the Arizona. I used to love that game. Before Call of Duty was big, Medal, Medal of Honor, Honor Rising yeah. Sun was the cream of the crop. And then Frontline, when you do D-Day... We're way off topic. This oh, yeah. Is, this Let's is get to your actual pick. Yeah. yeah. The freaking Titanic, man. Look what it did to us. Um, kind of stalling because I really don't know what to pick. Um, I think I'm going to go with trying to go 3-0. and And I'm going to pick Frozen. Well, I'm Frozen? All right. That soundtrack's great. You cannot deny that that soundtrack's not great. I'm gonna deny it right now. A lot of right people like face. that soundtrack. Did, have I'm you guys say that no, uh, before we even talk about? You're Frozen, not gonna pick it, no. and you're not gonna pick it because you haven't seen the movie. I picked it over the Lion King. This, I think the, Frozen has a better soundtrack than the Lion King. This doesn't have much to do. Uh, actually, has a little bit to do with Frozen. But have, what's the chick who sings? Who's like Elsa? It's and, Kristen and Bell, Dina. but Ida, Ida Manzel is the one. Have you seen the clip of John Travolta bringing her up at the, I think it's the Grammys, and he butchers her name so hard? It is the funniest shit. I gotta, I gotta I look it up. Keep it. talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I like it. I'm not gonna act like I'm sitting here picking this because I'm trying to like win the the poll, but I, I think that like our age, obviously Frozen came out when we were in high school. So we don't appreciate as much as maybe Lion King, even though you haven't seen it, Bratcher. Tarzan, Toy Story, the movies like that. But, like, Let It Go <clears throat> is, like, a recognizable song through generations. So I'm actually picking this more along the lines of thinking it's a better soundtrack than, like, one that I would prefer to listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, do you want to build a snowman? Love that song. <laughs> do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> 
Um, Yoo-hoo! Big summer blowout! <laughs> Hello, family! You know that? <laughs> Here's John Travolta. There will always be a special place in my heart for the movie musical and for the songs that create their most memorable moments. Here to perform the Oscar nominated uh, gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar winning animated movie Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazi. <laughs> Adele, Adele of Nazim. <laughs> All right, Derek. For my fifth pick, I went with the Big Lebowski soundtrack. Oh, that's a good one. Also, never seen that movie. Ah, oh, come Damn. on. That one's a, a great mix of just '70s again, but it also has like it's it's one of those. There's a few hits that are in it from the '70s, but a lot of it is a bunch of like there's some CCR and like. Stuff like that mixed in. But there's a lot of songs that you're like, I've never heard this in my life, but but it's pretty good. Like that whole movie, I really like when movies take a soundtrack and it really like defines most of the mood for like the whole movie. Yeah. Like uh like Pulp Fiction and Big Lebowski do that. It the same reason why I picked Pulp Fiction is why I got Big Lebowski on here. That and I just love that movie. Did you know the lore for the dude is that he's like the sole heir of the guy who made the Rubik's Cube, and that's, like, how he made all his money, and that's, like, why he never had a job or anything. And, like, <laughs> towards the end of it, he's, like, running out of money from all that. His only uh, his only form of ID in his, in his uh, wallet is an expired Ralph's, uh, uh, like, member's card. Huh. <laughs> I actually just watched that movie for the first time last year. Oh, so good. And I liked it quite a bit. It was a good I, movie. Actually, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I've seen it. Like, I've seen a lot of good movies. Like, I have a... I wanted to make it seem like I have a really poor like. That's how you make it seem. But it's just I. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen, but I have seen a lot of movies that a lot of people haven't seen. But I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> and you watch Goodfellas. Um, oh, it's a you need to watch most of the mob movies. Yeah, you got about 38 to catch up on. <laughs> they're all those are they're just, all four hours long. Those so. are just the important ones. <laughs> uh, Godfather. Uh, I want to. My first thing I really want to do is I want to watch all the Tarantino movies because yeah. I like I like mm, those yeah, movies. Yeah. Like I yeah, generally yeah. do like those movies, and they're like up my alley. Mm. That's a good way to watch movies. Lord of the Rings. Is, uh, I need to watch them. A good way to watch movies is to watch them by director. Like uh, if you like one like Tarantino, watch all of Tarantino. Did Coppola do the the Godfather movies? Yeah, yeah, Coppola did. Uh, I mean, I, I'm working on. It. I watched Pirates of the Caribbean, and I watched the first one. It hooked me in, so I'm gonna. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll probably watch four and five, honestly. I just yeah. I, I really want to watch Yellowstone right now, but I also really want to start knocking out these movies. So. Mm-hmm. All right, for my fifth pick, I'm going to go a movie, which is literally the the. The main focus uh, of the movie is the soundtrack. I'm gonna go with Baby Driver. Have you guys seen I this? I haven't seen it, so I don't I even know the I premise wish, of the movie. I, I honestly wish I could change my last pick because I, when you said that, I don't know why it made me think you of it. Like, oh, shit, I, I thought of one I probably should have picked too. Oh really? So Man, that's the, the whole premise of Baby Driver. It's about a getaway driver for like bank robberies and heists, and mm-hmm. he's like a phenomenal getaway driver. But he he listens to a certain song for every getaway drive, and he won't start it until. Like he has the perfect song, and he's like, hey, "It's literally a, like basically a movie about a soundtrack." Oh, but yeah. Like it gets, but it's a heist movie at the same time. So, and like I honestly couldn't tell you like a lot. It's a lot of music I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's just like the whole point of it is like about the music. Um, it's so it's about. I've heard I think a lot of good things about that. Oh movie. yeah, it's a really good movie. 
Um, but like, there's like one scene where like he like starts his like driving away, but like the start the song doesn't start at the right time, so he like stops like mid chase, and he's like, "Hold on, I got to restart the song." And he like plays it again. <laughs> he's like, "All right, let's go." So um, I'll look up some of the soundtrack. Like I said, I don't actually know a lot of the music in there. I really love the movie, but it's got a whole bunch of it's got a whole bunch of songs that I haven't really heard of. Um, Wait, who's the star of that movie? Oh shit! What's his name? Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's good soup. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, and I know one of the biggest Adam Driver fans is in this room right now. But Adam Driver is a very good actor. Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Adam Driver. <clears throat> he's one of those people that's gonna have a very successful career outside of Star Wars, and I think that the sequels will have like his, his name is Ansel Egbert. Star Wars is the actor. Yeah. Oh. Real quick, we're get off topic. Star Wars has those actors that were specific, like Harrison Ford made it out of Star Wars yeah. for the most part. Mark Hamill did, but not to the magnitude of Star Wars. It's hard to meet that. But Carrie there's, Fisher there's, there's, did. there's other um, other series that have that same thing. Like there's a lot of guys that played Lord of the Rings that never really did anything outside of Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, there's a lot of big actors that were in that that are still working. I know, but there's there's still like it. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people, characters in the movie. Like, yeah, a lot uh, of a lot of uh, a lot of people talk about how there's people like Star Wars ruined people's careers, like mm, Hayden yeah, Christensen, yeah. people like that. Um, but there's other franchises where you could pick people out. It's like Smash Mouth. Yeah, <laughs> Shrek ruined Smash Mouth. Um, Forever you be the Shrek band. Yeah, you're the Shrek band. Orlando Bloom was he in Lord of the Rings? He's in Lord yeah. of the Rings and Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, that's the, really yeah. like his only two like well, he's huge Turner. things. But the the little guy, um, the guy who played Frodo, what's his name? Uh, Elijah Wood. I, yeah, I'm not thinking of the same guy. Uh, he's in Spy Kids three. <laughs> How about that? He's the guy. <laughs> he's the guy. I don't want to sound stupid right now, but the guy from that's the Goonies. The, the no, shut up. The white guy from the Black Panther that's not Andy Serkis. The guy that's like... Oh, the, the guy who plays... Um, he's in Lord of the Rings, right? Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit. He's in The Hobbit. Oh, that's... Uh, um, what is his name? Oh, God. Every time I hear, like, Baggins, I think of Frodo Baggins. Mart- it's Martin something. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Martin Lawrence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Martin Lawrence played Bilbo Baggins. Mar- Martin Freeman. But yeah, Martin Freeman. But he's in a whole bunch of other stuff. He did, he's not known for The Hobbit, though. What is Baggins? I, mean, I, I feel like that's his... He's in uh, what is Sherlock. Sherlock. He, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, what, what is Baggins? What, you, what is Baggins? Is that like his last, last name? name? So like Frodo, Frodo Bilbo. Baggins and Bilbo Baggins. There's lots of Baggins. Is it like so. the Smith of the Lord of the Rings universe? No, no, no. I think it's, we should. It's we just should, a family. We should start week. a spinoff podcast where I ask you guys like questions about stuff I haven't seen. So specifically, like yeah, comic books that's and just Lord of the Rings. That's, yeah, <laughs> Derek is the Lord of the Rings guy. Well, I've read The Hobbit. I've listened to The Hobbit, and uh, <laughs> corrected himself. <laughs> I, I, I haven't done any other like the Lord of the Rings. Sure, books, sure. <laughs> I've, I've now I have watched all the movies though. So. I know the first time I told Derek I didn't watch Lord of the Rings, I walked into his room the first time and I was like, "There's Holy so many shit. swords here. What is that thing? The the helmet you had? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, Sarah, 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 Sarah. yeah. I was like, what is that? And you're like, what do you mean? What is that? <laughs> have you ever seen the Lord of the Rings? What are you nuts? You know what's weird is I my cousin they used to have a PS2 at their house uh, and. One of the games we I played WWE and Lord of the Rings. 
the Lord oh, yeah. of the Rings game. And the like, PS2 Lord of the Rings games. It was fun. Wild. You just <laughs> killed a bunch so of The PS2 Hobbit game was amazing. I never played that one. Oh, that good. That game was so good. <laughs> All right. So, we're done with the draft. Let's draft. Uh, I think we're yeah. going to our, I think we'll wrap up free real agents. quick. And then we'll, okay, we'll do free agents. And then we'll wrap it up so people can go vote All at right. that time. Um, one, a free agent that I'm surprised no one, especially out of you guys, I know you love this movie, soundtrack from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. I saw that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have been, I mean, that's a good one. So, I thought about that one, too. Do you want to know, the the two that I wish I would have put in my list and I didn't was that? that one, and I don't know why I didn't put it on here. It was The Greatest Showman. I love that Oh, one. yeah. The Greatest Showman is, that soundtrack's legit. It's better freaking Frozen. I don't know why I didn't pick it. <laughs> um, but... Hugh Jackman, incredibly talented. Zac Efron, more talented. Zac Efron is incredibly talented. I don't care what anybody says. You know, he has High School Musical face. But I was just going to say, are post, we going to do High School Musical for a free po- agent? Post High School Musical Zac Efron, like if he didn't have that, people recognize him from High School Musical. Yeah. If he didn't have that and just had what he had post High School Musical, he would be one. considered one of the most talented actors on the planet right now. I, and I highly, I'm behind that big time. I would. I'm going to disagree with that statement, but he's I do incredibly like a lot of talented. He's oh, yeah, funny. He's, he's a great actor, and he's can sing. He can dance. Like he knew a lot of things. It's just people remember the little kid that sh- shot hoops on freaking Disney. <laughs> he's no, he's great. I really am a big Zac Efron fan. Yeah. You ever seen Dirty Grandpa? Yes. He's Dirty, great. Dirty Grandpa's good. Have you seen The Greatest Showman? He's great. I needs to be more stuff. I have a good free agent. Mike uh, and Dave need wedding dates. That's a personal oh, favorite. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do? Just eat squirrels and drink river water? <laughs> What's the uh, that one scene where he like astonishes that guy? And he's like, oh, man, I can't. we need to watch that movie. I, I need to freshen up on my quotes on that movie. <laughs> drink spot of poo, everybody. Drink, drink spot of poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a great free agent. Uh, this is Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, they didn't, didn't mention that yeah. at all. That's another movie that's all about a band. I got quite a bit of uh, free agents. One one that I didn't see anything about. What's the um, almost famous? Do they have music in that? Have you seen that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do they have their own like original tracks? Because it's been a while since I've oh, seen the movie. I, I think it's like halfway a mix. It's a mix because mm-hmm. they're basically Led Zeppelin in that movie. Yeah, yeah, more than less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't. That's a good movie. You do Eight Mile. I didn't think of that one. one. We we're coming up with like, so my uh, Ragnarok has a good soundtrack. Yeah, it does. That was one of my free agents. It just couldn't beat out the three that I for picked some... from Marvel. Um, not on really my honorable mentions, but on Far From Home, which you both seen, right? Mm-hmm. When yeah. Back in Black plays at the very end of the movie, and he's like getting dressed, and he's like, yeah. "I love Led Zeppelin." <laughs> <laughs> Um, Disney, I had the Lion King easily probably could have made. I mean, that and Frozen are basically interchangeable. Cars has a good soundtrack. Toy Story is about the only good thing that um, what's his name? Randy Newman. Randy Newman has done. Mm-hmm. Short people got <laughs> <laughs> no uh, reason. On the Family Guy with the Apocalypse episode, we like, yeah, he just sings his st- choose it once. <laughs> He just stands there at the piano and just sings about what he sees. Um, a lot of what we went 
like a lot of the movies we picked had like soundtracks with songs in them. I feel like we didn't really pick any of that like go by scores. I think we should like. I thought we so, were separating. I think we, should, we, separate? I okay. think we should do a scores episode down the road. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I, I do feel like there's a difference. Because yeah, yeah. I love Star Wars. Love it more. I mean, we all do. We love it more than anything. We hold that's our thing. In comic books, maybe. But <laughs> we're not gonna like drive around and listen to. Duel of Fates. Okay, yeah. On repeat. Uh, actually, I'm not gonna lie. I do listen to that song quite a bit. I listen to it right. too, but like every once in a while, I'll. I'll you like, mean you don't? What, okay. Drive around jamming to Lopty Neck or, <laughs> or Jedi. Don't Rosh. even bring that at. Dude, I will play Lopty Neck right now. I love Lopty <laughs> Neck. <laughs> when that song played on Battlefront 2, when you're at most Eisley playing Heroes vs. Villains, I would get into it. I would crank it. I love it. But what is your favorite score from Star Wars? I want to know. Revenge Probably. of the Sith. Yeah, I think. I'm, I'm talking about like that track. Song? Track, sorry. Okay, Just phase. track. Uh, oh, that's tough. I don't. Really, I'll, I'll go first. Probably I don't particularly, particular, particularly like the scene, <laughs> but. In Empire Strikes Back, when they're going through the asteroids, and it's just like the dun dun oh. yeah, asteroid dun, dun. asteroid field. That is my yeah. fa- that, that is that my one is favorite good. score from Mine, Star Wars. Mine's probably uh, the binary sunset when Luke's first looking out yep. over Tatooine. I'm gonna go with the seismic charge. <laughs> that's not a score. That's a sound. oh, it is. Uh, it's, it's a it's a score. <laughs> it's thick enough. That's a whole score right there. I, I think it's cool though that Star Wars. They they all have their their song for the most part. You know, episode one has dual fates. Episode two is usually the song that most people associate Padme with. It's the Padme Anakin, Anakin. Yeah. and then episode three is the Battle of the Heroes. Battle of the Heroes. I always forget the name of that one. Um, episode four is probably that. Yeah. Episode five is probably the I think it's Imperial March, yeah. not the one that I said. Yeah. I just love that one. That I love that. I don't know why. And then uh, Return of the Jedi. That's Return. Yep, what no. would that be? Yeah, yep, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys are Star Wars fans but not big Star Wars fans and you've only seen the special editions, the song from Jabba's Palace that is now Jedi Rocks, where the guy kind of raps, go listen to Lopty Neck because it's just way better. It's pretty good. Lopty Neck. And John Williams' son wrote that song and he's in Toto now. I was going to say, yeah, he's in Toto. Yep. So, I always forget that. Um, I mean, back to I free know, agents. One Toto. you'll appreciate, Bratcher, is uh, the 2016 Suicide, Suicide oh, Squad. That's movie. a prime okay. surprise. Me and you didn't pick that. Yeah, that's true. Great. Honestly, it's a great soundtrack. It's, it's got action, action, action Bronson. Here's it's got G Easy. The movie. It was all right. Kind of. I actually like that movie. I don't hate it. I don't know. There's 14 helicopter crashes in that movie with <laughs> that actually, Spain, right? Uh, I, I, probably every scene just leads to a helicopter crash. One thing that I, do, I there's things I don't like about that movie, and it's because of like the response to it. Like we might not ever see Wasn't Will a huge we, fan. We, we, of, we might never, it was interesting, but I just ended up not being a fan of Leto's Joker. Yeah, I wasn't either. Yeah, it was interesting, but not it, it was, for me. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, I like seeing that take on it, but we're, we're, this, this episode is like gonna be long because we're yeah. <laughs> we're gonna debate on things. First off, he had to be the first Joker after Heath Ledger, so I will give him. He like, was that, the palate yeah. cleanser where we're like, "Oh, that was shit. Let's move on to something else." <laughs> I, I don't know. I like things about it. I, I I think Jared Leto's a freak and should never be in public and yeah. act. But did you know like? You know how he like is like a method actor. He like got into the Joker character, yeah, and he like, and he, like sent, gay. He like s- like sent people like used condoms and like 
like rat parts and stuff. Yeah. He like cut up rats and sent them to people. I, here's He's the like, thing. it's a funny joke. <laughs> and they're like, you're fucked up, man. <laughs> I I tend to like defend that role. Like people are like, that role sucks. I hate that. Yeah. But then I'm like, man, come on. He had to like follow up Heath Ledger. That's no true. one was gonna hey, beat that. Joaquin Phoenix things- did it just fine. He followed Not really. Just that, that, what no, are you talking that, about? That, that movie's immaculate. phenomenal, but that movie is he's so not, good. He's not better than Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's no, no. a perfect Joker. But. I'm saying he followed him yeah. up. Oh yeah, good he, oh yeah, he did. He did. You can't talk. He still was not the first Joker after Heath Ledger, so you can't really say Joaquin Phoenix that, warmed him up. I mean, I'm, okay. If, the thing, if the he thing had that I always defend Joker, is, I think he would have done just as good. Yeah. The thing that I always defend is, no matter what Jared Leto did. He was not going to be better than Heath Ledger. I don't care oh, no. what he could have done because Heath Ledger, what he did, method acting, whatever, whatever you want to say, how he died. A lot of people consider like the Joker had a role in it, his role. I don't know. I don't what care if, about what, it. What if, he he passed away after I thought that it was role. the heroin, but There's a, I've seen people me. that say that like his role kind of no, like, screwed with Joker toxin. <laughs> Is that not true? I, I like read articles. About I thought that. it was a drug overdose. Yeah, yeah I thought he. Yeah, but I heard a lot of people. Like a lot, not a lot. Well, there was a thing. I read articles that said that like he couldn't handle like what he was. Well, no. uh, To get into character, he locked himself in a hotel room for almost a month with a journal somewhere. Someone has Heath Ledger's Joker journal where he just sat there in a hotel room for a month writing down his like thoughts as he was like trying to find out like stuff about the Joker. And uh, but no, I would accredit I would accredit his uh, use of heroin more than the Joker. (laughs) For his death. <laughs> oh, I just, I just, I, I don't know. I like read an article one time that said that he just like couldn't handle himself with that role. Well, if he, well, if like an announcement came out that he was dead and they came out as like actually the Joker, like he's at, he's at like the Emmys and he's like, good evening, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> not, not to mention Heath Ledger has a lot of other great roles other than the Joker. Oh yeah. Like he, um, he's in the Patriot. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's good in that movie. Um, other than that, I, I wrote down Kingsman. The, that's got a good the one. new Kingsman uh, yeah, has a, I think that the the second one has a better soundtrack <clears throat> than the first one. The new Grinch movie, um, the soundtrack's mostly like Christmas songs, but it's like Men in a Cover Batch, the yeah, animated one. Tyler the Creator has a new You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and it's oh, okay. it's pretty good. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Uh, Purple Rain, no one mentioned that. Yeah. Saturday Night Fever, Footloose, Selena, those are like some of the most iconic ones. Yeah, I saw a lot for Bodyguard. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. I have never heard of that movie. Moana. Moana has a great soundtrack. Yeah. And then uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to. No, I, I mean, none of those could really make my list. Maybe some of them. I'm really mad that I didn't pick The Greatest Showman. That really pisses me off. I love that movie. Have you seen that? Greatest Showman? No, I have not. I you haven't? You've, no. Neither of you have seen You're not allowed to get mad about movies we haven't seen. You haven't seen The Lion King, so shut up. All right. Mr. Pulp Fiction. Okay. <laughs> I would say Lion King's more iconic than Pulp Fiction. There's, you keep see, you're not arguing with it. Brows are, are raising <laughs> they're, they're around the table. Right now. <laughs> that should be our poll. We shouldn't even do the episode. We should be like, what is more iconic, Lion King or Pulp Fiction? Um, is that all we have for free? Well, agents? here's the thing. Yeah. I'll watch Pulp Fiction and you won't watch Lion King. That's my thing now. That's the worst thing ever. It's part of my Tinder bio. One has Sam Jackson in it. One the has, other one is one has James Lions. Earl Jones. That's true. Well, yeah. It's Darth Vader. Darth Vader's in Lion King. Name three other actors in Lion King. Um, okay. Whoopi uh, Goldberg. 
Well, you asked me to do it. I know. I'm, I'm helping you. I'm helping you. got one more now. Who is Whoopi Goldberg? Wait, what? Who's from, from the view? No, in the movie. No, I, okay. I was like, I was like what? She's one, of, she's one of the the hyenas. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Okay, James Earl Jones. I the guy who plays Scar. I know who that is, but I can't think of his name. That doesn't count. Then. I know. <laughs> you, you don't know him. Wow, you really. Uh, yeah. You really yeah. got me on that one. That, that, there's not a lot Sam of Sam Jackson, Uma Thurman. Okay, John here's Travolta, the thing. Bruce Willis. Is Uma Thurman like what else is she in? Uh, she was Poison Ivy in yeah. Batman and Robin. <laughs> She's in Kill Bill Volume One and yeah, Two. Yeah. I'm a whole see. bunch of uh, Tarantino's work. Um, she's in My Super Ex Girlfriend. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. No. 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 Movie I used to All right, Derek. Let's kid. see how stupid I am. Matthew Broderick is Simba. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, Jeremy Irons. That's who plays Scar. Um, Whoopi Goldberg. Rowan. Oh, Zazu is uh, Rowan Atkinson, who you probably don't know by name, but that guy. He's in Rat Race. Uh, he's that's a, fucking Mr. That's Bean. That's Mr. Bean. Yeah. Have you seen Rat Race? You guys yeah. uh-huh. love that movie. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, well, you couldn't name. And any more, and I gave you one. So. <laughs> Cheech is in. What? Who's Cheech play? Bonsai. <laughs> hey Simba. <laughs> is Cheech in Spy Kids? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's their he's uncle. Their uncle, yeah. <laughs> uncle Cheech. I don't know if they call him that in the movie, but he's he's like, just I'm not your uncle. Can we talk yeah. about <laughs> unreasonable amount of money the Spy Kids movie spend on roles? Yeah, Danny Trejo. Do you know the, the, the uh, what's his name's in it? Uh, Elijah Wood is in it, and no, then uh, George Clooney, and, and right? Antonio Banderas is in it. Uh, George, George Clooney. Clooney is in it. Yeah, George Clooney's yeah, in, he's it. in it. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester plays, uh, Stallone the is the toy a maker. God. The toy maker. <laughs> You want to be in Spy Kids 3? I finally foiled you with this plan about my toys. <laughs> this is the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, God. I don't know. He might be a That's famous Steve Buscemi. Dude, yeah, Steve Buscemi. Phenomenal cast. The best quote is, do you think God stays in heaven because he too fears his creation? I'm like eight years old. I'm like, That's deep. That's man. deep shit right there. I'm he's okay. probably mad that you made that spider monkey. Well, I was about to say, roll back with the spider monkey now. Oh, my gosh. Carmen. Is she's fine. Look at her yeah. now. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, we are the grandfather is incredibly off track. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's. We're going down the Spy Kids <laughs> cast list right now. Before, let's... before we finish, it's Ricardo Montalban. Is yeah, Ricardo this? Montalban. Um, Emily Osment. I forgot about that. Okay. Um. So I think we went through the. This, this sorry, we'll I need be to turn this up. Part two of the <laughs> Spy Kids cast list. Right, um, go, so go through our our uh, our draft picks. We already did that. All of them? Yeah, didn't we? No, we we have been talking about the Spy Kids for the last fifteen minutes. I'm pretty sure we've already went over this, but Let's anyways, I started it out with Guardians Volume Two. Then I went to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Tarzan, Black Panther, and Frozen. Even though I've found better picks than that. Um, Derek had uh, Dazed and Confused, The Blues Brothers, 
Pulp Fiction, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, and The Big Lebowski. And then Bratcher had A Star is Born, Guardians uh, Volume 1, Ready Player One, Straight Outta Compton, and Baby Driver. So if you go to our Facebook page, if you just look up On Draft Podcast, you can um, we'll post a poll there. You get, there'll be a, be a poll on there. And you have to um, click and then, the link and it'll take you to the poll website. On Spotify, um, if you just click on the episode on the On Draft Podcast page, you can vote there or while you're listening to it, if you scroll up, you can vote there as well. So we're so available now, now on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Overcast, which is another app, and Anchor. You took it right out of my mouth. So we're, we're, we're getting up there. <laughs> Uh, and then we're on Instagram as well. Yeah, we're on Instagram now at On Draft Podcast. So we're working on it. Uh, this episode will post on Tuesday, and the poll from now on will probably end on Saturday because yeah. that's when we typically record, so we can um, do trivia by then. Yep. Um, we appreciate everybody listening. Yeah, of course. Um, we have more listeners than we actually thought. What are we up to right now? Um, according to Anchor, we have 31 listeners. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Primo stuff right there. I mean, it's more than I thought we had. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> but all right, um, we enjoy doing it, so mm-hmm. we're glad well, that we're going to keep doing it. You might so. not enjoy listening to it; you might feel obligated to. We have a that. studio now. It's, uh, yeah, we've got some foam to help with the audio. We're, we're continuing. We have two. <laughs> count them two. Styrofoam. Styrofoam. foam. If you listen to the episode and you're like, man, this sucks, and then we're working on it. We also know that those aspects suck about the show. So. We know nothing. We were not in the AV club. We know nothing about audio or video, so we just kind of mess around. We with just know about Star board. Wars. <laughs> that's about it. We mess around on this, uh, this soundboard. Until we know sound about right. Star Wars and Spy Kids 3. And we have one pair of headphones that I wear. So. <laughs> we actually have two pairs of headphones. But we can't figure out how to set up the second one. <laughs> Wait, why can't we just plug it in? It there? didn't work the first time, so we just kind of abandoned it all together. <laughs> why don't we just pick up Bikini Bottom and move it over there? <laughs> all right. Well, thanks guys for listening. Close out the tabs. Yeah, thank you.